0: Hey folks, this is Tyler Knott Gregson from Chasers of the Light, and you are listening to The Signal Fire Podcast, the show that dives into life, the universe, poetry, and just about everything else. As always, there's a lot more info on tylernott.com, and we would love to see you there. Now, on with the show. Guten to your tog, my friends. It's February 25th, 2024, which means we're almost done with another month. It's almost March. Holy bananas, what is even happening? Oh man, welcome back to the Sunday edition of Signal Fire. It's me, it's Tyler, not Craigson. Uh I'm going to keep my banter as usual to a minimum because nobody needs to hear me rambling at the beginning if there's to be rambling maybe i'll put it at the end people come they want the content they don't want to hear 25 minutes of just me talking about the weather that's not why you're here you're here to hear the sunday edition here to hear. i like that uh today's is called the guilt of stillness and it's something that my lovely wife and i are very guilty of and i'm sure many of you are guilty of in this culture of busyness um as always there's a photo It's pretty rad. It's on the far west coast of Ireland. It's Sarah wandering off into the freezing cold water and leaving her shoes behind. Hmm. Enjoying the stillness. Uh, Yeah, let's get into it. The guilt of stillness, February 25th, 2024. And then maybe we'll talk a little at the end. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. If you're not yet a member, please go to TylerNot.com. I really can't keep this place alive without your support. It's 14 cents a day. If you have that in your couch cushions, do let me know. (sighs) Alright, the guilt of stillness, February 25th. Pardon me, let's go. No creatures that wander this glowing planet are harder on themselves than human beings. No creatures assign guilt the way we do, at least not in any quantifiable or studyable way and few, if any, spread that guilt and anxiety across its species in a way that makes you feel it simply by observing the actions of others. We are a bizarre brand of life that somehow convinces ourselves that stillness is the enemy, that busyness is the only path forward, and the rest is for the weak. A glance around the entire rest of the animal kingdom shows that nearly every other living thing prioritizes a healthy balance between action and inaction, between frenzied motion and a stillness that brings about our recuperation. Without doubt, there are times when all creatures must scramble, must organize their lives in a way that ensures their survival, but then they also must slow. They often hibernate or hide away in order to refill the coffers that they spent their months emptying. Not us bipeds, however. Not us at all. There is a cult around accomplishment, a denomination of the faith behind busyness that doesn't just border on manic. It completely engulfs it, hypes it, spreads it, and believes so fervently that all logic fades out and away. So lost in this illusion we become that we actually shame those that don't fall into its trappings. Sometimes we don't even notice we're doing so don't even consciously choose to pass the judgments on those we see spending their hours idly, those that prioritize stillness in a way we do not. Not us. There's too much to do, isn't there? I have seen the trickle-down of this shame in our own household, if I am honest, and I am always honest. I trust my relationship with Lady G so deeply that I am comfortable sharing with all of you that even in this home, There is a strange guilt about even turning on the television before 8 o'clock p.m. Even when we're sick, tired, burned out, or bummed, we find things to keep busy. I am always writing, always working, and we almost never miss a workout day, even when we probably should. I don't know why we do this, but it's a thing we're actively trying to be better about. We don't always have to be busy, I tell her. We don't always have to have some other item to check off on the massive to-do list that is being completely self-employed, that is trying all we know to make enough money to even pay the $850 a month to cover our own health insurance, even though we still have a $20,000 deductible. I tell you this not to guilt you into helping me make those ends meet, though the button to join our beautiful little paid community is right above this sentence on the website. But just to show you that everywhere you look, everyone is scrambling to stay busy enough, to stay profitable enough, to stay fed enough, to stay alive. Just enough. In this scrambling, we forget ourselves. We sacrifice our own well-being at the altar of accomplishment, and we never even notice as the bar gets higher and higher, and the effort required to clear it begins to be so immense, we have not the time or energy to do so. This is the dark magic of this cult. Kool aid it pours down your throat and convinces you is healthy. Go, it says. Do it. Whispers. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. That's the voice it speaks in. Whispers. <laughs> and so we do. And so we wear ourselves down to the quick and nub, down to the sharp metal ring after the pencil eraser has gone, flaked off in pink across the blue lines of our page. It's gotten worse, hasn't it? Every hobby to become a side hustle, every action something to be monetized or actionized or weaponized. Every minute of every day, another opportunity for multitasking. We inject caffeine almost intravenously to keep up with the frenetic motion. We eat standing over sinks and garbage cans. We want our food fast and our sleep tracked to meet the minimum requirements. We exercise though broken down and burned to the bottom of our candles. Both ends lit at the same time. We see those who take the time to decompress and think them lazy, though we might not say it aloud. Why? Why are we this way, and how did it come to this? Here, today, perhaps we promise another way. Perhaps we take baby steps into a great big shift. We start with meditation, maybe, taking ten minutes a day of absolute stillness, in body, in mind, and build from there. We feel no guilt for listening to our bodies, truly listening, and then actually heeding what its voice says. Maybe for meditation, we add a nap here and there. We add off days, from work, from workouts, from social gatherings, we're just too overstretched to attend. We learn the value of no, and teach our lips and tongue to form it, instead of the false smile stretching of our mouths when we say yes over and again. Yes. I will not lie and say this will be easy, Trust me, I am not the lying type, and I have seen firsthand how hard it is to break this cycle. Lady G is perpetually busy, always needing to be doing something, deeply afraid of spending some hours doing nothing, watching a show on the television, sipping tea, and not needing to be adding layers of productivity on top of it. I, too, suffer from this, always pouring myself into the signal fire and the creation of ideas, the words, the videos, the comments that keep it burning, I hold myself to standards with exercise that no one I know save professional athletes that actually get paid to do so. I get no payment, I answer to no coach, and yet still, I slave away day in and day out for no other reason than I need it. Sometimes the voice telling me to slow is loud enough I hear. Mostly though, I stifle it. (sighs) Not anymore. And maybe I'm old enough now that this will stick. I'm going to rest more. Maybe even, and Lady G will rejoice at this one as she tried to get me to do this for years, try napping when I know my body is tired. For now, it's meditation, something I've done since I was 12 but got so damn busy I lost sight of, and it's listening closer to the soft voice of my own soul. More than that, it's heeding what it says, what I hear it pleading for in whatever form it takes. We are stuck in this illusion, in this cult, and it's time we poured the Kool-Aid out stay in the carpet beneath the couch we're going to be napping on, or at the very least sprawling out across to watch some random movie on some random afternoon, a cup of tea in our hand, and not a single ounce of guilt. Here's to it. I'll see you on the couch from time to time. Meet me there. <sighs> the haiku. Stuck in illusion, the cult of accomplishment, the guilt of stillness. All right, there you go. I hope this Sunday, while you're listening to me ramble and talk, you are doing so while relaxing and not filling your day with a million different things. I hope you were just sitting and reading or listening and you weren't also doing the dishes and cleaning the house and vacuuming and whatever else. Just listening and being quiet and still and enjoying it. If not, take this as your cue to go do that. I'll meet you on the couch. Uh, I love you a lot. As per usual, I will be here with proverbial bells on, and I'll see you next week. This beautiful signal fire intro and outro music was graciously provided by my best buddy, Gregory Alan Isakoff. If you're not yet listening, you're missing out. Head to GregoryAlanIsakov.com for more. Thanks, buddy. I love you.